Hey everybody, it's the Me and My Boyfriend Nicole podcast. I'm Aurora. And I'm the boyfriend Nicole. And we're back, 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 back at it again here for another (laughs) week. Coming to you live. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay, not really live, but like we're here. (laughs) We're alive. (laughs) We're alive. Oh yeah. Um... And normally I ask Nicole what she wants to talk about. <laughs> Nicole doesn't want to talk today. But I feel like Nicole doesn't want to talk today, so... Okay. We kind of wanted to discuss um, loneliness and oh. how... We didn't really want to discuss no, loneliness. No, we didn't want to. <laughs> but someone had to ask somebody else, how you feeling? And I'm like... <laughs> I'm sorry, I care about you as a friend. I know, how dare you? <laughs> and we're all about, feel your feelings. And I'm like, I don't want to feel this. But, um, yeah. yeah. So... Um, but we want to talk about loneliness. Yeah. How it feels. How sometimes it can be a very familiar, unfamiliar feeling. Mm-hmm. And... How you can go through life, mm-hmm. and I feel like people go through life really trying to avoid loneliness, and how that can get you in a cycle, and the next thing you know, you don't know how to be alone. Well, and, and I too. yeah, and I don't think it's just loneliness. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, being sad, mm-hmm. you know, um, being anxious. Basically, any type of perceived negative emotion, mm-hmm. you know, which they're not really negative emotions. They're just emotions like everything else, you right. know. Um, it's when anything is too much is when you have to worry, you know. And yeah. when you don't feel your feelings, then it becomes something else. And so, living in the now, <laughs> which you and I have pinky promised to do. Yeah. And being in the moment. Ooh. It can be hard. It can be hard. And then also, now that you're in a new headspace, you really have to think about yourself differently. And I have to think about myself. That's yeah. a big thing. Woo, girl. And when you have, I'm not a mother. I don't know how this feels, <laughs> what this is. But I feel like when you have children, you really put yourself on the back burner. Mm-hmm. And then once they're kind of not done cooking, because I feel like, you know. <laughs> They're, they're never, never done. They're Trust never me. done cooking. Trust me, I got some adult ones. They still need help. <laughs> but once okay. they're cooling on the rack. Right. No offense, kids. I love you. I would <laughs> never want to be anything but your mother. Well, I'd also like to be somebody's lover eventually, but that's that's later. That's besides the point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but the thing is, is that it's the... People tell you all the time that you have to make yourself a priority to mm-hmm. be able to take care of anybody else. You have to love yourself to be able to love anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, but when you're used to always being a giver, when you're used to your comfort, mm-hmm. you know, your comfortable place is putting everyone else first, and then you have to put, make yourself a priority. Oof. It's really hard. It's really hard. It's really hard. And I, you know, I talked to you about earlier is that when you start to get to your goal, mm-hmm. whatever your goal is in life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when you start to put everything in a row to do that, the closer and closer you get to that, the harder and harder things are. Things will yes. pop up in your life. People from your past pop up, right? Mm-hmm. Going, come back to the dark side, you know? <laughs> like, uh, you know, and you're like, no, I'm going forward. I'm in forward motion. I'm always going forward. I'm not going back. But then ultimately, things will pop up where you're like, well, shit, you know? Yeah. 
And like, okay, let's say you, you're like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to get healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what I'm doing. And you're like going into it headstrong. You've been doing it for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. And ultimately every single time I know what happens to me is that I'll get sick. Yeah. I get an injury, whatever. Yep. Get sidetracked and then a you're holiday like, comes up. Oh some, lord, it's my hol- birthday. Yeah. Like, it's always something you, you gotta get start out over your routine. Again. Yes, yes, and it's it's like that right now. Like it's the holiday season. Mm-hmm. It's just a hard me, time, right? Yeah. Okay. I was talking with Nicole. Was it yet? Yesterday, day before yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yesterday. Yesterday. I was like, yo, Thanksgiving's next week. Right? Which, when this plays, it might have already happened. Yeah. But. To be fair, we don't know when this is coming out. But when we were talking, yeah. this will give you context for when we're recording these things and when they come out. No, but I was like, yo, Thanksgiving is next week. And you were like, what? <laughs> Thanksgiving is next week? I was like, yeah. I, I was, was living like, in the now. I didn't even know. We were not looking at next week, right? Well, somebody had to remind me because... We have been living in the now yeah. so much. Like, Nicole and I really... <laughs> we've been taking it to the extreme. <laughs> we've, been, ooh, ooh. we've been running and gunning. And right? I feel like... And I talked about you this with you last week. That I think... I feel my body is finally catching up to where I am mentally. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a little bit of a dissociation almost between who I was, who I am now, like this weird transition, like everything in my life changed all at once. It did. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> and now I'm trying to figure out where I am and who who I am and like where I'm going exactly and mm-hmm. how I'm going to do it. And I feel like you are too with this. Do you want to talk about what's happening? We can happening? talk about okay. it. Yeah. Um, with your surgery coming up. Yeah. You're really prepping your life right now for what it's going to be like in the after stages. Oh, yeah. And... It's bringing up all these feelings. Weird. And Whoa. you're much more emotionally vulnerable <laughs> than you normally are. So I think that's why loneliness has really started to come to the forefront. Right. Because I think that's one of your biggest insecurities of what's going to happen after your surgery. Is what? Is whether or not, how long is it going to be before you feel comfortable enough to let somebody back into your life? You mean to be intimate with someone? Yeah. How long is it going to be before I fuck? Okay. Is that basically yeah, sure. But well, considering there's 91 on the horizon right now, it's probably going to be a while. But uh, you know what I mean. Like I think yeah. that's one of your biggest insecurities. Well, it's, and it's yeah, and it's coming up as loneliness right now. Wait, it's a lot more than that. Well, yeah, it's a lot more than that. It's everything. It's like everything coming to head, and it's. 2020 and the world has fallen apart and come back together and oh now we're wearing masks again and you know and then it's the holidays and like you know I'm completely alone I have nobody and you know I was in a committed relationship for so long you know 16 years yeah and I was married twice before that too for like four years each of those so you know do the math it's like 24 years I'm 46 like you've been married most of your life yeah, I've, yeah. Literally half, well. Almost year. all my adult life. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple of years I've been single. Mm-hmm. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, I believe in love. I kept trying. Now I'm like, ooh, at this point, it is me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's like now this whole who am I, you know, without someone, which I've been single for two years, you yeah. know, like I haven't been in that relationship and I've dated and stuff, but it's like... It's different, though. It's completely different. And I've never 
ever in my life dated for two years straight Mm -hmm. and not ended up in a committed relationship. Yeah. But it's, I've become so much more picky and like. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like lots of first dates. (laughs) You know. Well, I think you have higher standards now. And honestly, when you're dating, I don't, I'm. I'm not trying to talk about people that get divorced and then immediately marry someone else. But do you really know who you are the first year after a long marriage? Or are you still trying to figure yourself out? So the theory is, is that for every year that you're in a committed relationship, Mm -hmm. when it ends, that's how many months you should wait to date. Okay. So I was married for four years, you know, Mm -hmm. then I'm supposed to wait like four months before I start dating. Okay. Right. Until you start, you know, getting Mm -hmm. in that. I was with someone for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. They started dating before I even knew we broke up. (laughs) I'm just saying. Okay, yeah. Right? We we friends, but, you know, now. But I'm just saying, like, that's the reality. So I will be damned if I was going to wait a year and a half before Mm -hmm. I started dating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's not going to fucking happen. So so I jumped in head first, you know. And then I was like, ooh. It's, ooh, it's a little, it's a little cold. It's, it's a little hot. I have no idea how to fucking do this. I haven't swam in a while. Right? No, no. Yeah, so. so you were simultaneously finding out who you were mm. while also adding all these other people to the mix. Yes, yes. Um, and I feel like, I honestly feel like now you're really coming into yourself. Like, really. I am. Like, I've been so yeah. proud of it you. It took a year and a half. At least before I got there. Well, Who I was, knew? Math was right. Yes. I wasn't going to call you out. I was Yeah, gonna it was. It was. It was. But I don't care. I needed that. So. No, I feel like you've really come into yourself this year. I have. And I feel like both you and I are going through a transition period. We are. Um, And it's a little bit scary. Little. It's a lot scary. Yeah. and But at least we have each other. We do. And that's fabulous and wonderful. And I feel like you're... Almost twenty years younger than me, and you're flying past me, I'm not fucking flying butterfly. Past and I'm like, I'm so happy for you. I really want to snip those fucking wings. Slow down, bitch. <laughs> okay, just because. <laughs> okay, never mind. Okay, but no, it's just like, ugh, like. So how how are you feeling right now? Right now, yeah, I feel fucking naked twenty four hours a day. Like, so we made a promise. <clears throat> when we did this podcast that we're like, we're going to be raw, we're going to be real, and mm. we're just going to tell how we're really feeling. Guess what? It's really hard to turn that shit off. Oh, who are you telling? I have not been vulnerable like this Ugh. in forever. Ugh. And now it's like my heart is just open. My soul's open. I can't go in a grocery store without feeling like I need to like help everyone, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm just like open all the time and Over-sharing. I'm like sharing dude well I'm not even sh- I'm not even telling people but I just feel it like I it's just, on the it's on your skin yes everybody can see it yeah and I'm yeah. just like close the door and I'm like it won't close like somebody freaking super glued it open like oh my god I it just feel everything like the sky is so beautiful oh my god a child's laughter oh look at that couple oh you're fucking alone ah! <laughs> Oh, you know, like, I'm just like, close the door. Like, this is why we never opened the door. Like, you only cracked it. And you're like, ooh, 
look, that's being vulnerable. Oh, close that shit. All right. You know, like, and now I'm like, oh my God, like I'm doing everything at one time and it's so much. And I know it sounds fucking crazy, like, but I'm opening my heart. I'm being honest. And if you listen to the last episode, you know how that worked for me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. We don't know about the order, but yeah. If you listen to the one with Jeff. <laughs> with Jeff. With Jeff. Then you'll know, like. Shit got real. Got real. And I'm like, well, that didn't And work. then we really put it on the podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, okay, so I'm being honest and real in every relationship I have, you mm-hmm. know? And. Um, and then I'm making myself a priority and I've done all the work and I love me. I do too, mm-hmm. you know, um, and all this other stuff. And then I'm getting ready to have surgery and, you know, I'm going to be a new me and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, whoa, like it's right here, like three weeks. Like it's right here. By the time this plays, I will have already had surgery most likely. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, who am I? Who are you? Who am I? And I don't know if you're consciously asking yourself this question. What? But are you asking yourself, who's going to be with me at the end of this? Well, you know, okay, so that's a couple of things. Like, at first, I was really, like, crying because I felt, like, really alone. Like, mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to go through this and, like, I don't have anybody. And then, um, you know... My tribe felt that. And you were calling me, you know, like, Nicole's calling me. Trinity's talking to me, you mm-hmm. know. I'm like, even the ex called. And was like, how you feeling? Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, how the hell did you know I was having a rough time? <laughs> um, and so I'm like, you know, y'all all talk to me. And y'all figured out the schedule to go with me for surgery. And who's going to be there with me and stay with me and take care of me. And that is so vulnerable. Yeah. That is so vulnerable. Like, we've talked about it before on here about the asking. Like, in my body language right now, I mean, I got my arms wrapped around my chest. Like, I'm ready to get in the fetal position. I know. But, um. It's okay. I know. But it's like, we talked about it. Like, asking anyone for help is both of our hardest things. Like, we're the ones that take care of everybody else. You know? Um, And so, to ask for help, which the most beautiful thing that y'all did for me is, I didn't even have to ask. I didn't have to ask. Like, y'all knew and called me and were like, okay, Nicole's going to take this day. You're going to take this day. Trinity just got everything else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and Darlene's like, whatever you need, like, I'll go get. Like, just let me know. Like, yeah. all the people were there. Amy was like, let me know. I'll bring stuff, whatever. Like, everybody's there for me, you know? And I'm just like, okay. So, I'm not alone, you know? I didn't even have to ask for help. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm so just lucky and full of love and i'm like and then that makes me emotional Mm because i'm like oh i do have people you know and then it's redefining god it's redefining what is love yeah oh that's a big one yeah because i think so many times we always think of love as romantic love yes and then family love yes you know and i tell you all the time that i love you i tell all my peoples i love them you know, um, if you're in the bubble, you're loved. Trust. So you tell people that you love them, but do you let them love you kind of thing? Like, Oh, Lord, look, Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think you're so used to giving, 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 and now it is your time to take. And I think that's really made you uncomfortable that you know that you are really going to have to lean on people. I'm completely dependent. 
And like, completely dependent. Like, I can't lift my arms over my head. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be the most vulnerable state I've ever been since I've been an infant. Mm-hmm. Like, this is scary as hell. Yeah, and you've got all this responsibility at your home. Mm-hmm. And you're really going to have to let off the reins for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, really let off the reins. Mm-hmm. And it's an interesting power dynamic that's coming up. Mm-hmm. And it's making you question all these things, like who you are, what you're going to be like after. Mm-hmm. How? What is love? Oh, all these people love me, but like yeah. I'm not used to accepting love this way. You've only not you've only, but you usually think of love as a husband, a boyfriend who's going to take care of you, mm-hmm. but girlfriend, girlfriend, wife, whatever. whatever. Like, your romantic person is the person that takes care of you mm-hmm. when that's not necessarily true mm-hmm. at all. Right? Yeah. And right. I would even argue, and I'm the, I'm the first person to say this, I would say that my friendships have been way more important than any romantic relationship I've ever had in my life. Because my friends are still here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But how much of that is because... You allow them to still be here. Mm-hmm. And you allowed yourself to be vulnerable with them. Maybe you didn't with your relationships. Okay, and maybe. you didn't have as many, you know? That's fair. That's that's probably correct. Yeah. But I think because I've always built my life around really, really good friendships, mm-hmm. I trust those more. Mm. Um, <laughs> well... They've lasted longer in my life and they're for me more too in a lot of ways. I think it's interesting that we invest a lot more in friendships, Mm -hmm. but we don't give them the weight and the um, acknowledgement that I feel like that they need. Well, and for me, that's not necessarily true because like... um, I'm not talking about you specifically. Yeah. I'm talking about society as a whole when I say that. Friendship has always been more important to me because Mm -hmm. like me and my baby daddy, Mm -hmm. you know, like... We're friends still. Yeah. You know, like, good friends, you know? And it does have a lot to do with the fact that we had a child together Mm -hmm. um, and a special needs child. And so um, I think that we're much more patient with each other and um, have allowed each other, you know, to be whoever we are. Yeah. Um, Separate from each other, you know? And I wish him the best and he wishes me the best. But also we spent... You know, a third of our life together. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's a huge deal. And it's like... That's an investment of time. Well, and he's a good person. Maybe what happened wasn't great, but he is a good man. Mm -hmm. He's a good father. Um, He's been a good friend to me. And, um, you know, I wish him the best. And I'm not going to talk about his life or his relationships, but he's doing so good and he's such a good place and he has really good people in his life and I'm so happy for him, you know? And I'm just like, okay, when's my turn? I was about to say, you're not... I'm like, I deserve love. And then I'm like, bitch, you got a bunch of love. You have so many people. Like, I have my children and my grandchild. And <laughs> and I have another one on the way. And um, oh, bomb drop. I know, right? And I have you know all of you, my tribe, my women, my friends, and you know I'm like I have so much in my life and so much love and so much more than so many people have. And so it's like, 
I should feel happy. And I do feel happy. But right now, I'm like, but I really want someone to share my <laughs> life with. And like we were talking earlier, I'm like, it's not about that I have to be with someone. Mm-hmm. I can go down to a local bar yeah. and pick up someone in two seconds and have a relationship trust. And you commit all right? of yourself to it. And yeah. I'm like, I can get on any dating app, swipe right, and I guarantee I could be in a relationship today. Yeah. Right? Within the hour. Yeah. But that's not what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's... <laughs> I want it to happen organically. Like, <laughs> I run, poof, and they pop up, and they're like, "I am your person." I'm like, "Sweet, like, yeah, show me, yeah." Um, and then it's just like, uh, it's like, uh, like, I just want that. Uh, I know what it is, and I'll know, and I meet that person, and. You just have to let it happen, but I'm like, In the yo. meantime, you're lonely, and it sucks. It does. It does. And yeah. so, yeah. So we're getting ready. We're getting ready for love. And <laughs> talking about it. You had this crazy look in your eye when you told me that, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and well, and, you know, sharing how you feel helps you feel better. I don't feel like I'm going to cry right now. Which is good. I felt like I was going to, like, I felt like it was at the, like, chin level, Uh like, holding back the tears Uh all day. Since yesterday. I cried on the phone with you this morning. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, Did you notice and were you polite enough not to respond? (laughs) You did, didn't you? You were. I love you. I figured you didn't need me to acknowledge it. I don't. I really don't like people to acknowledge it. No, so. Unless it's, like, unless I'm, like, oh, my God. Give me a hug. A lot of times I don't touch me. Let oh, me no, 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 no. Don't touch me when I'm crying because yeah. if you touch me when I'm crying, it's, oh, right? no, 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 no. See, you know what it is? You have to be that person. Mm-hmm. It, it's like it has to be that person. It yeah. is that relationship person. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm like, mm, give me a moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. ooh. Don't touch me. Yeah, because it's like if, if you touch me. It might not stop. Yeah. The tears <laughs> That's really what stop. it is. They like, might keep going. And then I'm like, it's going to be that choky, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you're like, okay, That's well. That's sexy. That's hot. <laughs> right? I've. <laughs> uh, we're redefining that. Huh? I got to share my Grey's Anatomy story that reminded me. Sorry. It made me think of that. That like full on ugly sob, cry, nasty, like, oh my gosh, hope no one ever sees me this way. Yeah. That happens to me every single time Burke leaves Christina. And she's, like, getting the necklace off. And she's like, it's choking me. It's choking me. And Meredith is, like, cutting out of her dress. Like, if I need a cathartic release, I just pop on that episode. And I'm like, all right, let's go, baby. I'm so happy for you. Sorry. That I'm, was... I'm so happy for you. You know what always surprises me? What? Is um, the relationships that I've had. Romantic relationships. And, like, how you get all dressed up to go out somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, with them. And the person with... You know, male or female won't say anything. They'll be like, oh, let's go, blah, blah. They don't tell you, hey, you look gorgeous, you're beautiful, whatever. You know, sometimes they do. But when you've been there for a long time, like, yeah, 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 you know. But then, let you have a full-on breakdown, especially when you don't have breakdowns often. Mm. Or be sick as hell and everything. Mm -hmm. Hair up in a scrunchie on top of your head, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, sweats that you haven't changed in two days, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, you're looking like a total mess, no makeup, like, you know, like, full on, right? And they're like, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, really, now? Now? (laughs) 
not not when I was all dressed up and like you know hot as hell. Like no, that was like let's go. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm a total mess and like just falling apart. Now you're like you're so beautiful. I'm like. I appreciate it because I really need it right now. Mm-hmm. But also I wonder, what does that say about you? I think it says <laughs> a lot about the human condition more than anything. That yeah. someone's like really showing you themselves and their vulnerability mm-hmm. is much more beautiful than the perfect package. Yeah. Because the perfect package isn't real. Like not really. Like it's really you. But like you have like put the makeup on, put the hair. Like you put on your armor. To be that way. Which is so funny because for me, mm-hmm. my armor is baseball cap, jeans, t-shirt. Oh, yeah. But Boots. you know what I mean, though. Like, when I know you what really you mean. get dressed up, that is a, right. a certain level of armor that you're like, All right, I'm hot. Right? So, for me, it's a pretty woman moment. Okay? Mm, oh, yes. Right? Love that moment. Where she was like, why'd you dress me up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. if people are going to treat me like shit. Like, I feel more comfortable being in my clothes. I can handle it if someone's going to give me attitude or be rude to me or whatever. Right. Then getting all dolled up and being, you know, out of my comfort zone. And then someone kicks me in the nuts. Mm -hmm. You know, then it's like, ooh. (laughs) You know, I'm like, that's kind of the difference for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's like... um, Dude, vulnerability is like so hard. It's really hard. The B word. And being we have been more vulnerable. You and I are not very emotionally available people or And I thought I was for so long until fucking Darlene busted me out about that shit. You know, you and I are I love Darlene. It was the best gift she could ever give me. But I never in my life realized that I was not like that. I thought I was such an emotional person, like you know, and I, then I figured out that I wasn't, you know, because she put a mirror up to my say, face. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you know, and so I've been working on that for so long. And now I'm like, how do you turn it off? That's what I'm saying, though. Like I can't put it back in the box. <laughs> I was telling you earlier that I feel like I'm really wearing a lot just for everybody to see. And I'm like, okay, it needs to go back in. It needs to go back in because I am not getting through life very well right, right? now. And like. Like, okay, I need to find a good balance of being open and vulnerable for the podcast and with Nicole. It also doesn't help, Nicole, that you and I talk every day and we talk about real shit in the morning before we both, like, There's a reason we decided to do this podcast, like, you know. We talk about very emotional things pretty much every morning. Right. So we start the day off like that. Well, but, okay, but here's the thing. Let's go to the whole attracting the love of my life, the goal Mm -hmm. You know, is that if I want someone who's going to be there for me, right? Mm-hmm. So I've always been the giver and now I want someone else who's a giver, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, then I have to be vulnerable and show that I am that way, right? I have to open myself up this way. Absolutely. And I don't, I think the whole point is not putting it back in the box anymore. Like truly being myself, like, you know, we talked about being in the feminine energy, like being all of it at once, you know? Um being the independent, strong woman when I need to be, and then also being the soft, vulnerable woman when I need to be. You know, like, not just being one way all the time, that mm-hmm. I need to truly be myself and be open to that all the time. And it's just an adjustment. Like, yeah. It's a huge adjustment. I feel like a baby bird being pushed out the fucking nest. And I'm and like, like oh, God. I don't even know if I have two wings. What do you mean fly? Oh, this is going to go so bad. Like, 
<laughs> then you slam to the ground. And you're right? Like, eh. I'm like, thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just think about what happened with me. I really opened myself up. And look what's coming to my life recently. Oh, bitch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I am so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. Oh. But no, I really, and I don't know. Like that. Yeah. Like that. Okay. Like that. Okay, okay. Right? Right? <laughs> but, Sweetie fucking Gonzalez. What? I don't know. Superstar. <laughs> Golden stars. Okay. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know where it's going to go. But it is really nice to be open and vulnerable. And like true. Like I'm being myself with somebody. Mm. And. Mm. I'm glad I could be an example for you of what not to do. Oh, hush. Right? What? Go ahead. Be honest. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> I know that you learned some things from me. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, I see what not to do. I see no, what to do. No, no, no. What did she say she wants? Yeah, I want that plus blah, 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 blah. And you're like, swipe, swipe, ding. And I'm like, am I allowed to say this word? What? You're such a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that with all the love in my heart. <laughs> I did. I honestly didn't. I honestly didn't know where anything was going to go. Right. And I'm teasing you. You oh, know, I know how happy I am for I, you. Oh, I know. I am so happy for you. You deserve love more than anyone in this whole wide world, which we all deserve love. But I am truly so proud of you. And it is such a beautiful thing just seeing the beautiful woman you're growing into with this big, huge heart and wearing your feelings. And you see me the before. Now you're kind of seeing me shift into right? the after. And I literally... Literally, see you like just growing and glowing, like emotionally seeing you so just clear and so defined in what you want and so vulnerable. Yeah, it is so beautiful. Like it's just like this whole new you. Like there's a glow, and it's very uncomfortable. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's breaking me out of my routine, like a. A routine I didn't know I wanted to be out of. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I really wish this feeling for you. But I know it was kind of like, <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I'm very, I'm very excited for you. <laughs> I, I had that feeling. I've had that feeling a couple of times and I don't now. And it's like. Here is exactly what you want in life. Here it is. Here it is sampled before you. Here is the greatest appetizer, the most delicious thing you will ever taste in your life. Here is a tiny taste. And I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, here's the perfect wine with it. And they're like, that's all you can have. And then it's like, you know, the salad, the main course, like just one bite. Just try it. You smell the aroma. And I'm like, oh, I fucking smell it. And they're like, okay, that's it. And then here comes the dessert. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm on my knees. Pour it down my throat. And they're like, drop. <laughs> and then drop. we take it away. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And they're like, here's the peanut butter and jelly you're used to. And I'm like, fuck peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I don't want that anymore. And they're like, well, too bad. Sorry. <laughs> we have nothing suck. else to offer you. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's really, really shitty. That you had the taste of the best meal, and now it's taken away. 
I like right. how we re- equate love to food every time. Well, yeah, let's say feed your soul. Yeah, about our Ooh. foodie asses. Anyway, right. mm. um, no, but you've had the best meal, so you know what good tastes like. Yeah, what really good tastes like. Like, right. oh my god, give me more. Right, but now if I could get that whole, you know, like five course meal, but, I'm just but saying, offered to me twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. But you've now raised the bar. You know what you want. Yes. So now it's everything else that doesn't compare. Mm-hmm. Cut it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like... I know. I know you know. It still takes a moment. I know. And I'm not in a place where it's like, I can do that right this second. And you're not in a place you would probably even eat the meal. Like, let's be honest. Oh, I would devour the fucking meal. If it showed up right now, girl... Mm, oh, I would. Mm-hmm. I would. But I don't feel, I feel like I'm not supposed to be looking for the person that the person is going to find me. I feel like that I need to sit back and wait. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I feel like I'm supposed to be learning impatience right now and I'm so bad at that. Mm. And so it's really hard. It's really hard. And I'm like, I know that I deserve love. I know that I'm ready for love. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that I'm ready for that person, that next chapter in my life. So I'm like, come fucking find me and let's move this show on the road. Like, literally. (laughs) But in the meantime. Yeah. Who are you? What are you doing? You know, you have to be your own partner. You're an asshole. I'm just saying. I fucking. I love you. I hate you. Be my own partner. Yeah, I know. And I've done the date myself thing, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right. If, We're done with all this shit. If you're always waiting for the sky to fall or the shoe to drop. You're I told you about giving them Hallmark moments, didn't I? I know. I'm just saying if you're <laughs> always waiting, 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 everything else is like passing you by. So you were literally in a prime position to be like, yo, I got my, all my shit figured out. Mm-hmm. Come find me. You mm-hmm. get to join the crew. Well, yeah. To get on my bus. It is the time of COVID. Yeah. It is the time of lockdown, you know, and we got out for a little while and then all of a sudden they're like, no, psych, masks, you know, which I understand. I'm not making light of the situation, but it's really hard to meet someone in real life right now. Oh, yeah. Now. Oh, yeah. It's like basically when you, you know, yeah. When you do go out, when you're allowed to go out, you got to <laughs> wear a mask and freaking, you know, everything else. So. Yeah. But you know what I mean? And people like, don't talk to each other like, oh my God, you can have cooties. And I'm like, oh, but I'm really cute under here. And they're like, mm. You could look like anything. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> no, yeah. but I'm just saying, you, there's just like something so beautiful about somebody like who is living their life and has got their shit together mm-hmm. and you're just adding to it. You don't mm-hmm. have to be it. You mm-hmm. add to it. Well, I completely agree. You know, I'm like, that's. That's what I want. That's the dream. I'm like, what are you bringing to the table? What are you adding to my life? What am I adding to your life? Mm-hmm. And I never, ever, ever want to get in a situation or um, a relationship where either one of us has to give up things that we truly care about mm-hmm. to be in a relationship. Yeah. You know, I only want to add joy and happiness and, you know, love. To someone's life, I don't want to ever make them feel like they have to pick something else. I don't mm-hmm. want to ever make them feel like they have to give something up to be with me. Because I'm like, if it's the right person, then whatever time we spend together will be precious and wonderful and great. 
And when we have to go adult or do whatever, that's cool. It's not a problem. That's what the phone's for, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so I'm at a point in my life where, which we said before, I don't need someone to complete me. Mm -hmm. I am a complete person all by myself. Yeah. You know, and I finally know what I really want, you know, in life. And I'm living my dream. I'm like, all my people are great. You know, I'm getting my body healthy. My mind and my soul are strong. I'm, you know, in this whole new, like, power and dimension and beauty in my life of being a woman. Like, totally embracing it. Mm -hmm. Right? So, let's do this shit. (laughs) So, now I'm like, yeah, if you could just. Pop up on my doorstep. That would be great. <laughs> that would be fabulous. But I'm like, you know, I do know too that I'm like, that is not. Having someone romantically in my life is not the end all be all, you know. To make it complete. Yeah. If whew, things were to end tonight, right? This mm-hmm. was the end. I feel so just happy in my soul that I've got to do everything that I've done in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, I truly feel thankful I've, you know, experienced love and lost. Well, I really have. Mm -hmm. And that I've had children, you know, and watched them grow. And I've got to see my grandchild and... We started this podcast, you know, and, um, you know, I've done so many things in my life and traveled and, you know, built this family for myself and that deep down in my soul, like I just have amazing gratitude for everything that I have and that I've experienced and, you know, overcome and everything else. And, you know, I am at a happy place where. I wouldn't have any regrets. Like, I don't have any regrets. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't want it to end the day. Like, I still have a lot of living <laughs> to do. I'm personally going to live to 106. And on my 106th birthday, that's what I'm going to sleep in. That's it. <laughs> You're just like, I'm, I'm out. That's the day. But, yeah, I'm like, I'm happy. I, you know, I love myself. And I'm just ready for that next phase. Like, I'm really ready. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm probably so emotional about it right now. Mm-hmm. Is that I am so close to getting everything. Like, I really feel like 2021, boo! <laughs> like, it's all coming together. It's like I a see. new me, new boobs, new body. Like, everything It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I saw this meme. It's going to put a damper on your spirit. But I saw this meme and made me laugh. What? And it was like, <laughs> I love how everybody's like, life is turning around. Everything's going to be great come January 2020, January 1st, 2021. I love that for us. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I really do feel like things, it, it can't always be bad. Like, it's just not natural. The way of the world but you know what, though? It's like an ebb and a flow. And, like, I feel like even this conversation has been an ebb and a flow. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're already feeling better now that we've talked about it. Oh, more. yeah. I can already, the joy now. I can tell in your 
whole demeanor. You're much more open with your body language now. Right, I'm not I'm not in the fetal position in this chair, yeah. like hugging myself now. Now you're, I'm like mm. you're turned towards me, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah, you're not trying to deflect me off. <laughs> yeah. This is a normal conversation we have every morning. Oh, gosh, Lord. I know. Um yeah. And and I think that another big part is um is the living in gratitude. Mm. You know, like when I think about everything and where I'm at and where I came from, you know, all the way back to childhood, I'm so grateful about everything and living in gratitude, you know, it's another very vulnerable state, but Ooh, yeah. it really, it checks your motherfucking ass about like what you do have because mm-hmm. it's so much easier to go. Well, I don't have this and I don't have that and blah, oh, yeah. blah, blah. And what about this? And what was mm-hmm. me? And not that we don't all have a right to do that. Mm-hmm. But then when I look at, yeah, but you can see, you can talk, you can walk, you have a roof over your head. There's food in your fridge. You know where your next meal is coming from. You got a ton of friends. You have family, you know, like you might have some problems with certain things, but you're doing a hell of a lot better you know, than a lot of people are, or than you were five years ago, or whatever, you know? I was just about to say, like, especially when you haven't had, or you've lived without, Mm -hmm. when you finally have it, it Mm -hmm. really makes you very thankful. You want to know one of my favorite childhood memories? Mm -hmm. Like, this tells you a lot about my life. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite childhood memories is, uh, I was like 12 years old. And my mom had left my dad again. And, uh, which I moved 30 times before I graduated high school. Dear Jesus. Yeah. So I used to tell people all the time that it was because my dad was in the military and then he got out of the military and he was in the VA, you know? Mm-hmm. And the only way you can move up is if somebody dies or retires, which was true. Not a lie. Yes. But that equated for not even a third of the moves. Mm-hmm. The other times was every time my mom left my dad and then would go moved. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like seventh grade, I went to four different schools. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and so one of my happiest memories was uh, we didn't have like any money. We had boxes that we were pretending like were tables and everything. We got a couch that we were sleeping on that my mom had got like from the trash. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those things when my mom left my dad, she was a nurse. Um, but... Uh, on one income, and my father made a lot more money than my right. mom, right? He was, like, chief of prosthetics and a prosthesis ortesis. And um, so he made artificial arms and legs, people. Um, <laughs> but uh, when my mom was on her own, like, she had to leave the bank account, savings account, everything else, start over again every time. And it's whatever she could shove in the car Jesus. and have to leave, right? And so we'd be going from going to private school, mm-hmm. you know, and living in a big, large house and always having plenty of food, but then you never know what's going to happen or who's going to attack you or, you know, anything else. And so then my mom would leave mm-hmm. and she would start all over again. And then, you know, you miss someone or they tell you everything's going to be different this time or whatever. And then we go back, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> my mother one time, which I know was a huge deal for her, she went to a women's shelter and got us groceries mm-hmm. and brought those home. And the happiest memory I have is... In that bag was a box of nerd cereal, and we were never really allowed to have sugar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so it was like sugar, right? 
but it was cereal and it was nerds and like you open one side and it was like grape and you open the other side and it was cherry and I just mm-hmm. thought it was the neatest thing in the world. Yeah. And it has stayed with me this whole time, you know? Um, but it's also something that I have shared with my children, you know, that story and about how you always have to give back, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's, it's something that's always stayed with me that someone put that, you know, there and they donated that mm-hmm. from their heart. And that it has stuck with me, you know? And, and I think they even did it with the intention of, like, a child probably doesn't have cereal. And they're going to open this box and have this sugary cereal that you probably don't normally get. Well, yeah. And I'm just saying, like, someone put that intention of, like, really making a memory and happiness for you. And you were the person that got it. Well, and for me, I think that it's, you never know what thing you do is mm-hmm. going to touch someone else. Yeah. And that um, the things that we say and do to other people, you know, mean more than we'll ever know. Yeah. You know, giving a smile to a stranger, donating a box of cereal to a shelter, Mm -hmm. you know, um, helping someone carry their groceries in their house. Like, just sitting and talking to someone who seems sad, you Mm -hmm. know, buying that car behind you their coffees, you know. Um, tipping your waitress a little extra, you mm-hmm. know, um, opening a door for somebody, just all the little things, the casual interactions that we have, that we have no idea how much that impacted someone else when they're at uh, emotional again at that state, like, just like how I was today, just how I felt so alone and so sad. And like the people in my life reached out to me, but what if I didn't have that? Mm-hmm. You know, and I was going through this truly alone where I had no one to take care of me when I have surgery, you know, Um, and I didn't have my children. I didn't have my friends for whatever reason. Yeah. And trying to go through this. Then a stranger holding the door open for me, someone saying, how is your day? It already makes a huge difference in my life, but it would really make a huge difference. Just to let you know that you're not really alone. Like, yes, that we're this is. We're all going through life just trying to make it. Like, sometime, you know, a day at a time, an hour at a time, a minute at a time. Like, just depending on what's going on. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um... And you know how I feel. So, I feel that we are all connected. Yeah. Like, we are all truly, truly connected. If you've never read it, read it. The Alchemist. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it's one of the greatest books. And it talks about that, like the soul of the world, right? Mm-hmm. And I've always felt that way. I feel like we are all connected to each other, you know? And we all pretty much have the same basic needs in life, you know? And also have the same beliefs. And everyone is looking for love. Everyone is looking for acceptance, you know? Um, no one wants to hurt anybody else. No one wants to be hurt. But as we go through life, we start to build up these walls. We quit being vulnerable like we were as children. Yeah. You know, we quit playing. We quit really being ourselves because of society, parents, teachers, who might have had a positive intention. Mm -hmm. But for us, it turned out to be a negative thing because then we're like, okay, don't be that loud. Yeah. Don't dress that way. Don't talk that way. Don't act this way. You know, people don't want to know exactly what you're thinking or feeling or whatever. And so we keep pushing everything down about ourselves, pushing everything down. 
to where we don't feel connected to anyone anymore at all. Right. But then once you do allow yourself to be vulnerable, once you do allow yourself to be out there, once you are honest with yourself and everything else, it's like you can't help but feel connected to every single person. And you can't help but wanting to make other people feel the way you do right now. Oh, yeah, I want to scream it from the rooftops mm-hmm. in a positive way. In a positive way. Yeah. I'm like, saying if you feel so good and so happy, it is so natural. And this is why I think that humans are inherently good. Mm-hmm. Is that when we feel something positively, mm-hmm. we want to make sure that everybody else feels as good as we do. Right. When you feel this connected to people, though, too, like I told you earlier, too, I don't know that all these emotions are mine. Mm -hmm. It's a big thought, people. Okay? (laughs) But it's like when you're thinking about someone and all of a sudden they call you or text you. you Oh, yeah. And it's like, are you thinking about them or were they thinking about you? You know? Mm -hmm. It kind of blends. You know? And it's like when you're really connected to people and you're totally open and vulnerable... You know, some people call it being an empath. Other people say it's body language. Whatever it is, you walk into a room and you're really happy mm-hmm. and the room is really down. Let's say it's a funeral or something or like a hospital people are sick. Mm-hmm. You feel that energy. It's literally like walking into a wall. Right? If you're having a really rough day and then you go into work and it's somebody's birthday and they got cake and everybody's like, woohoo, you know, or somebody won the lottery or whatever, like, you feel that energy and you're like, woohoo, like you yeah. can't help it, right? Well, that's how I feel now where it's like I feel like taking the energy of the world or at least the people that are closest to me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I was feeling so good like for so long and then all of a sudden now it's like I hit a wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of that does have to do with me, but I don't feel like it all does. I feel like I'm so open now, like I'm feeling it. Like this time of year is really hard for people. I yeah. love the holidays. You know, this is like one of my favorite times of the year mm-hmm. and I have nothing to complain about, but I just feel like my heartbreaking for anyone that doesn't have someone, Yeah, you know, that this is a hard time for them because they've lost someone or maybe they had a rough time when they were a child or they don't have their children with them or there's so many possibilities and it's just like, it breaks my heart and I just want to cry mm-hmm. like for those that can't just enjoy today for whatever reason. Yeah. You know? And then I'm like, ooh, so. <laughs> you know? So. Ooh. Yeah. I'm just thinking about, well, it brings to mind two things. One is, you know how when you're younger, your parents are always like, be careful who your friends are. Mm, the um, company you keep. The company you keep becomes who you are. Yeah. Um, so it makes me think about that and how truly powerful that is. And it's kind of like silly and dumb when you're younger, you're like whatever, but really the company you keep is really who you are at Mm -hmm. the end of the day. Like their emotions affect you. And I agree with you. I think today you were feeling a a lot of weight. Some, some of it was you obviously, but Mm -hmm. like, I think a lot of it, you had kind of really shouldered other people's burdens today Mm -hmm. and you were really feeling it and was making you feel the weight. Of not only theirs, but yours. Mm-hmm. And you are literally unburdening yourself on me. And I'm in a place now where I can... It's not burdening me mm-hmm. to listen to it, really, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, which when I, I don't do it all the time. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean you want to say. But... <laughs> 
I'm saying, you know, you are literally reaching out saying, I don't want to be alone. And you were not alone in those feelings because mm-hmm. you literally got to share them with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's really important that we all take time to take a moment and see how we're really feeling. Mm. And I think it's important to share that with the people that you love and you trust and you feel close to, you know? I think talking to somebody and really reaching out and letting them know how you're feeling and even asking them how are you feeling Mm -hmm. is a great way to kind of connect back into that, like, multi-conscious one soul. Like, letting you know, like, you're not alone because... You're not like you, no one, you are not alone in the universe. Mm. You're not the first person to make up depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, that's no, but in today's society where we are so separated, where you can't sit next to strangers, mm-hmm. you know, you can't open up that conversation and dialogue. It's, it's so easy much to feel harder. like an island. Yes. It's so easy to feel like an island. And I think it's so important to connect with your friends mm-hmm. and your family to. Go outside of yourself and do something for someone, especially this time of year. Get an angel gift for someone. You know, that's where there's a tree at your local Walmart or wherever, and they'll have angels gifts. It'll, you know, it should be going on by now. And like you get a child, a gift for a foster child, Mm -hmm. or you donate time at like a local pantry or with, you know, big brothers, big sisters, like something. You go. And, you know, read stories of your local library. Okay, I get that it is time of COVID, so, like, you can't do a lot of these. But there's always something we can do. Toys you for know? tots, all of that stuff. Yes, like. yes. Um, pick up, you know, trash at the local park. Like, whatever. It mm-hmm. makes you feel better. To help And somebody. you're always helping someone else. And you get so much more in return, mm-hmm. you know. And this time of year, we are all, all going through everything. But the greatest gift that we can give each other is love and respect and just kindness. Just Mm -hmm. kindness. Just share your joy. Bake some cookies. Take them to your neighbor. Yeah. You know, like, sing some songs. Turn on the music and dance. Dance, dance. You know, like. Dance, dance. Dance party. Um, What? Also, call the person that you're thinking about. Yes. This is something that I do whenever I really, really, really miss my dad. I always text him. Mm-hmm. Like, I miss you, love you. Don't even really want a response back. Yeah. Just want to let him know that I'm thinking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and letting, let the people in your life know that you really care and love for them. Because mm-hmm. you'd be surprised. Someone may really need that. Oh, yeah. Like, I someone did today. literally just, like, reaching out and be like, hey, girl. Yeah. Thinking about you. Love you. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even have to be this big, long, drawn-out thing. It can literally be, like, thinking about you. Hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Or it can be a, I miss you. Uh-oh. Don't be talking about missing people. <laughs> Uh-oh. How's I Jen, couldn't help it. How's Jeff feel about people missing people? <laughs> we didn't have to be that specific. <laughs> oh, well, we Yeah, knew. I'm just saying, in general, you can tell that to people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> I guess life goes on. Too many feelings in the room because Ruckus is literally Yeah, her cat is like, let me the hell out of like, here. Please let me out. Dear yeah, God. Yeah. We're in the new podcast room, which looks amazing. Yeah, we're in the podcast. So we will be showing you this Eventually. very soon. Mm-hmm. It is a hodgepodge, gorgeous mess. Can't wait for everybody to right? see it. Right? Tons of colors and leopard. Um, oh, yeah, there's so. Some- yeah, um, this room signifies Nicole and I and 100%. our hundred be- percent our beautiful love for each other. Right. What's up? High five. Woo! Boop, boop. So 
Yeah, so um, I hope you followed along yeah. and that you got something out of this. I don't know. Um, being I don't divulging think... my soul and being so fully naked all the fucking time. But um, I don't know if we talked about what we said we were going to talk about. We talked about who something, fucking though. Knows. Yeah. I feel but like this always happens. Exactly. Yes, it is. This one's a little more serious it than is. our usual ones. It is. Don't worry. We'll be crazy, and I'll be talking about sex and everything by the next episode. It'll be all Oh, good. my gosh. Wait. Hold up. Big breakthrough. What? And I, I've been wanting to say this. Every single time I get close to an emotion with you, you deflect with a sex joke. Are you serious right now? I'm just saying. Right? So I'm really proud of you. Oh and you God. must have been really needed something because you didn't even deflect with a sex joke not once this whole time. Aww. Yeah. yeah. Suck my cock. There it is. <laughs> There's the Nicole I love. Aww, I love you too. Alright. Well, if no one's told you today. Are we doing that again? We are. We love you. Okay. You're such a douche when it gets to the end. You're like, I put out everything I'm putting out. I really don't care now. And I'm like, no, I'm the one who is like all like, Wah. but now I'm like, just know that you're loved and you're beautiful and you're perfect because you are. You are. You, you are. are. You are. Okay. Say something nice to people. Hi. I hope you have a great day. You're so full of it. No, 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 no. You are wonderful and perfect and shine and love and happy sparkles and yeah no seriously um do this write this in the mirror i'm gonna write this in my mirror i have a dry erase marker oh i'll take a picture and we'll post it okay yeah um just tell yourself like i see you i hear you i love you you know if nobody's told you that today tell yourself that until Mm -hmm. someone else is telling you right but yeah, well, our time is wrapping up. We're on a, on a countdown right now. <laughs> Nicole literally was like, look at the timer. Excuse me, ma'am. Uh, you're taking too long. Whatever. <laughs> so, happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. What else? Boxing Day. Woo! Woo! I'm sure we missed something. I'll look. Yeah, I'm sure. Happy New Year. Whatever it is. Happy holidays. Right. You know, hit them all. Ring the bell. Exactly. Toll the bell. Enjoy your life. Love yourself. And love whoever you're with and know that I am jelly. I mean, hi. Okay, have a great day. Okay, bye. <laughs> love you. Love you. Bye. Peace. Peace.